time. We back, we back, we back, y'all. Just a few moments ago, we were talking about stan culture, like, you know, some of the most toxic fan bases of some of our favorite, I mean, not our favorites, but other people's favorite, like, music artists or other celebrities. What else did we talk about, TJ? We talked about some shows that we've seen lately. Shows, movies, um, weird people on Twitter, respectability. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, we were talking a, a little bit about those weird red pill alpha male dudes like ed ed and eddie has so much to say about black women they can't pull one yeah maybe want to underwhelm us maybe you're boring mm-hmm. like get some whelm i don't right. know what to tell you <laughs> get some whelm um we talked about talked about a lot it's like we gotta like write down like the things that we talk about we talk about so many things like one episode we do i'd be forgetting it because we we keep talking and we like we just and, and we just sometimes kind of like change topics sometimes yeah because everything is like connected some way somehow or it's not and it's just a random topic i don't know um we were just talking about uh dr umar you want to talk about that friend well we were talking about that off the screen yeah <laughs> I know we can like bring it in because it kind of it kind of wraps in with um yeah but while me and we TJ just were taking a ten minute like break um I guess we can lead that into the start of this new episode now that me and TJ were talking about just overall like the hot tips community within the black community like Dr. Umar Johnson I'm I'm pretty sure every black person knows who that crazy man is at this point. Please forgive the dogs barking in the background. I don't know what's up with those neighbors right now. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Umar recently talked about um, Spider-Man and uh, Spider-Man across Little the Mermaid yeah. and the Little Mermaid um, in a crazy way. Wait, let me see if I could pull up the video like before we get into it, like you know, like what we did with the last one. You sent it to me the other day, so you should find it in your messages or your like your yeah. gallery or something. Yeah, I found the whole video. Um, where is it? Okay, I found it. Okay, let's um. Okay, here we go. cartoon for our children and he's lusting and thirsting over the skim milk <laughs> the danger this is insane how are you gonna have a cartoon bunny hopping over the white bye the lord have mercy and then what is it little mermaid they said little mermaid is swimming in the milk she is bunny hopping too little mermaid got a snow puppy insane brothers and sisters we can't even have a cartoon with black on black love we can't even have a cartoon with black on black love spider-man bunny hopping she probably gonna accuse him of smacking her too why she gonna get locked up i'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen spider-man across the universe she gonna accuse him of rape and he gonna go to jail and they gonna replace him with a white spider-man <laughs> She's going to get accused of sexual harassment by the snow bunny in the cartoon. He's going to go to jail and lose his spidey senses, and they're going to replace him with a snow puppy. The new Spider-Man will be a snow puppy. That's what they're going to do. Oh, That's so ridiculous. 
sorry. Being so unserious. Oh yes, yes, obviously, you should be able to have black on black love in all mediums, right? But mm-hmm. the phrase swimming in the skim milk? Bunny hopping took me out. Snow puppy? Like, I think that Dr. So, like, when people ask me what are my thoughts on Dr. Umar, it's just so many things, to be honest, because it's, like, if it was, if I were to describe him in one word, I think he's extremely just inconsistent. It's, like, one moment, he's just extremely satire, like, going on this nonsensical tangent rant, like, about, like, a freaking, like, cartoon characters, like, you know what I mean, for, like, little kids, and then, like, using terms like, what, like, the skim milk and the bunny hopping and whatnot. Then, in another moment, I think he completely misses the mark that, like, he's really well known to be against, like, you know, the black lgbt plus community and once again happy pride month to our, our melanated lgbt plus um supporters out there we love happy y'all. Yep. yay <laughs> i love being in the lgbtq we love it here okay go ahead period no but like yeah dr umar is really queer phobic um some people say that he's also misogynistic, but not that I'm defending Dr. Umar, but, like, I, I haven't seen, like, any videos, like, of him, like, displaying that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, he's, I don't know. And then, and then every, like, now and then, it's, like, every full moon, then he, like, makes a good point. So, like I said, just really inconsistent overall. Like, mm-hmm. not the biggest fan. But I will admit his memes are hilarious. Like, he's got to be the most, like, memeable person out there. Yes. Oh god, the memes be funny. Mm-hmm. And like you said, friend, like, like he, like, so in the video that like he was really trying to like get the point across that like that there should be like more like black love representation in animation. I'm wholeheartedly agree with that, but I feel Dr. Umar's like delivery is what's what not going. Is what's not going to get him and like other black creatives like taken seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he uses his satirility like to like boost his virility, if that makes sense. Like, people obviously know that he's funny, that they make memes out of him, but I feel that's a little bit problematic at times because when you're addressing a serious issue, how are we going to be heard if people aren't taking us or more so him serious? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to. Yes, there's a time for jokes. Yes, you can, like, rap. You can include jokes in your messages. But it the whole thing shouldn't be a joke, babe. You can't say phrases like swimming in the skin milk and snow puppy and bunny hopping and mm-hmm. that they're going that he's going to go to jail and be replaced with a white Spider-Man. And- okay, I don't mean that, but, like, when he came after Miles Morales, that, like, why was he so specific with it that he said that he's going to be accused of hitting her in sexual harassment and that, like, they're going to um go to throw him in a multiverse jail and, like, replace him with a white Spider-Man? That's not, like, a whole personal attack. It did. Like, you wrote a script, babe. That's a right. script. Like, they're going to come and replace him with, with Peter Parker. Right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much advice I'll give to Dr. Umar if for whatever reason he's listening to this right now. <laughs> Imagine. Please. Oh, that keeps happening to uh to me. Like I'll be talking about somebody and actually let me not say that. 
Wait, no, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm talking about somebody in the um in the group chat that I'm in, and we'll be like, we'll be like saying something like about how we didn't like what they said, and because we think they're not in there, and then it turns out they are in there, and we find out about it, and we're like, oh no, we didn't mm. know he was here, right. and it keeps happening. Like this, it happened for the third time the other day. <clears throat> we can even talk mess and peeve. Like mm. why is everybody in this group chat? <laughs> That's wow. Um, what else happened with um? I feel there's this one hot tep guy in my university. He's pretty much not the Umar's son. Who is it? No, I mean like he's not like over the top or anything, but it's I mean I mean like he's not as over the top, but like you know what I mean. I just feel like hot teps in general like Doctor. Umar is like number one if we want to be taken seriously like don't overdo it number two I feel the problem with a lot of hot tubs is that they're really stuck in this like older generation ideology if you know what I mean that Mm -hmm. like you know against like the black LGBT plus community and like not including black women in a lot of these like conversations to further our cause because number one black women like do like have this intersectionality not only being black but also being a woman and you know if they're dark skin that's like triple trouble colorism like you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just think that there's just a lot of correction that needs to be made yeah i agree most of these hot tubs date white girls on the DL. It's weird. They do. Talking so much about black people, and you don't even like black people. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by thirty percent in twenty twenty three. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S. based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Now, I was really just talking about that the hot tip community, like, really, like, has a lot of, like, how best to put it? They swear to be so pro-black, to say the least, but it's like they really exclude a lot of people in the black community. Yeah, like LGBTQ people and stuff. They silence a lot of the they silence a lot of the misogynoir motivated violence against black women. Yeah. I'm sorry, like homophobia in twenty twenty three is crazy. Also right. racism. Like are we Colorism. not on this? Colorism, like I have so many stories from my darker complexion friends. Are we not beyond this? Like, it's 2023. Move on. Let go of your hateful thoughts and, like, just just vibe. For real. But aside Dr. Umar, um, yeah, I guess that leads us into our next topic, which really builds off of Dr. Umar, that, like, some of the most embarrassing trends or just other, like, influential figures that have really like just been on the rise like throughout like the past like three years since COVID or so like I said Dr. Umar like me and TJ like were in thought of like the skin color preference videos um the smasher pass videos like you you can't pay me to line up for one of those no like it's always like this beautiful woman dark Mm -hmm. skin gorgeous great outfit 
She's right. standing for this man who's a four on a good day. And it's like these like rocket raccoon dudes like is it me or like they always got like this certain look to them mm -hmm. like these dudes in the smasher past it was like talking bad like on these dark skin women like they look like locks that have been retwisted in five years looks like the meat is falling off the freaking bone like dust <laughs> and like frizz like coming out of their scalp so and like they they got like no drip like we're in the same like gray nike tech like every day i bet they stink they probably do stink they bark like weed or something <laughs> but yeah and it's like it's not even like just like the whole skin color thing it's like people are like humiliated on these videos for like other physical attributes like their weight their like features like their nose their their height their prior parts that's just like anything you could think of and it's like these most of these things are like attributes that people can change so it's like it's just so embarrassing to me because you don't see like no other group people do this i don't see asians doing this i don't see white people doing this i don't see no, no one else do this i do see white people doing it like who um there's this guy who does it i forgot his name but he does that all the time hmm. uh but yeah i do definitely hear white people doing it but other races not so much I know what you mean. Like, there are some that do it, but I think, unfortunately, black people do it the most. Mm -hmm. Which, that also leads me into my next thought, because it's like there are other non-black races that see this, and I think it's an open-door invitation for them to be more comfortable to say more outwardly microaggressive things if we don't even respect ourselves. Yeah, oh my god, that's just a lady on Twitter earlier uh, who reposted this lady from TikTok. And she was like, um, people like canceled that lady at the who had the dentist office, uh, because she didn't she didn't let people in who were wearing pajamas and bonnets. Like you won't get your dentist appointment done, which is like weird. People were like, oh, like she was like, oh, you got if you like step out the house, you need to look presentable mm -hmm. and da 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 da. And like if you if you're like wearing pajamas and a bonnet, you're probably depressed and like you have no self respect. It's like what. Why do you care what I wear outside of my house? I'm minding my business. And there is no dress code to go to a dentist appointment. I'm sorry, but I'm not getting dressed in a ball gown and stuff to go get my teeth cleaned. Right. Sorry. Like, me personally, I don't wear, like, bonnets outside. I mean, sometimes I'll do if my hair isn't done. If, if I'm, like, yeah, not Yeah, that's not the talk down on... Yeah, that's not to talk down on anyone that, you know, doesn't wear bonnets outside, but, you know, they each their own, you know? Yeah, like, mind your business. Mm -hmm. Mind your business. Mind the business that pays you. What people wear outside their houses is none of your business. And just because somebody's wearing a pair of pajamas outside the house to go do something does not mean they're depressed. That's so stupid. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, like, I usually wear pajamas outside when I'm feeling my most depressed. Like, girl, nobody care what you do. Sorry that you're sad. Nobody ask. Right. If I want to go outside, I want to be comfy, and I'm not going to wear important, and I want to feel nice, I'm going to wear a pair of pajama pants if I want to. Friend, you know what's another trend that just really had me dying? I don't know what we were thinking doing this when lockdown occurred. That, like, I guess we got so bored and, like, 
by people like we started like the crate challenge. Oh my so god! Many, so many people got hurt from that. I, I thought it was so hilarious, like like driving through like certain hoods in Jersey, and like I actually saw some of those. The ghetto child. Please no, I've never seen anyone do this. The car, the character, I mean personally, um, that's silly. No, I, I I've never done that. I, why probably, would I? No. Why would I? Why would I step on crates outside where I could possibly bust my head open? No, thank you. I'd be wondering the people that were successful. How did they get down? I would like not to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. <laughs> like and it's COVID. No, thank you. You know what else was embarrassing? Like the whole era of like. What the the fast food fried chicken sandwich wars between Popeyes and Chick Fil A and it's like people died. People got stabbed. I remember like re- I remember died. I remember reading on the news that like there was a fight at a Popeyes in Harlem and like one dude like stabbed the other dude over the last chicken sandwich. Like it's chicken. It's we, literally we, it's we literally are. a piece of fried chicken breast with two pickles. And mayo on a brioche bun. I could like make that better at home and like probably like add like more to it. Like I could probably make that better at home. Exactly. You can literally make it at home or go to any other restaurant. McDonald's, Chick Fil A. Uh, I don't know if Five Guys has chicken. Um. Ooh, but them Five Guys. Five Guys fries is really good. Side note, love their fries. Give you a whole bag full of fries. Oh, yum. Have a- um, you never I haven't have been to, I haven't been to a Five Guys in forever. Oh my god! No, I no I have. I just haven't been in forever. Uh, I love their fries. Yeah, a lot of restaurant chains shut down in New Jersey. We don't have Subway no more. We don't have Red Robins. Um, oh my god, you don't have Red Robins? Nope. That's a crime. That's a crime. <laughs> That's a crime. I'm surprised we still have Applebee's. Um, we don't have Boston Market that much anymore. I'm not gonna lie, you don't I used have to Red Robin, but you have an Applebee's. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Illegal. And Applebee's really downgraded in quality. Yeah, I've never had the Popeyes chicken sandwich. I've had it. It's just a regular, just fast food chicken sandwich to me. It doesn't taste drastically different from the one from Wendy's. What's your favorite restaurant chicken sandwich, friend? Um, if I had to choose, probably the Wendy's spicy uh, Asiago, whatever it's called, chicken sandwich. I used to get that all the time at Wendy's because when I was in elementary, middle school, there was a Wendy's like right across the street. Before I was vegan, I used to love the McDonald's buttermilk chicken. Mm. That was my jam. I used to get it every time I used to go. Buttermilk mm. chicken, mayo, tomato, pickles. Yes, please. Mm. Oh, I used to mess it up. And the fries, uh, it was my day, friend. I used to mm. get two. Unpopular food opinion, but am I, I can't be the only one that actually liked the nuggets and the fries from Burger King. Like, the sandwiches I would never eat from Burger King, but I like the nuggets and the fries from there. I don't know. Meh. Either way. Mm. It's not like... No the, the nuggets from Wendy's are alright to me. The fries are, are good, um... Me and my family stopped going to Wendy's because my dad used to be um, an exterminator mm-hmm. uh, and a truck driver. Um, and he used to work at Wendy's too. So did he, he, f- 
Was he kind of like a health inspector type thing that, like, he found? No, he used to work at Wendy's. Hmm. And he had to exterminate the Wendy's at a different point in time, I think. I remember this a long time ago. Anywho, um, he saw some stuff there, and he was like, yeah, we're not eating at Wendy's anytime soon. I was like, mm-hmm. You just reminded me of something, friend. Did I tell you the story of why me and my family never ate at KFC again? I was, like, what, seven years old? So, I remember me, my brother, and it was me, my brother, my dad, and my uncle that I just remember that, I remember what we were doing that day, but I just remember we went to a KFC because we were hungry and it was lunchtime. Like, you know, we shared a chicken bucket and my brother found a dead worm at the bottom. A dead worm? Oh my god, that's so nasty. I couldn't, I couldn't be any more serious. Worm, worm was maybe this big too. It wasn't a little one. Mm. It's all good. Yeah, never had um, KF- haven't had KFC in over a decade. Over a decade, that's a long time. Yeah. Chick Fil A, I'm not crazy about. It's kind of bland to me personally. I'm probably gonna cancel for that, but whatever. Chick Fil A is okay. I used to eat it a lot. A few years ago, because my school was sponsored by Chick Fil A, so we used to have it all uh-huh. the time. Um, That's hilarious. But yeah, uh, are you ready to read the the Reddit trends? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. We can go back to the embarrassing trends later. for kindly telling my friend that our friend group doesn't find his girlfriend soon to be fiance oh wait they removed it dang it I hate when that happens you can't read it let's read these together dang it they removed that one too okay Take your time, friend. Alright, am I the a-hole for throwing a party for my boyfriend? Let's see. Uh, so, oh, and this is, this, this has been reposted on the subreddit, am I the devil? Okay. Uh, so my boyfriend is or was a loner. He has only five friends, two of whom are out of the country, and one of them is his cousin. In high school and elementary school, he had anxiety and didn't have any friends. He told me once that he wished he had a birthday party like his twin when he was 11, but it ended up being his sister's because he didn't know who to invite and he was scared of rejection. I thought that was a bit sad, so I decided to throw him a birthday party. He only has three friends in the country, so I invited them, but I didn't want the party to be too dry, so I invited 11 of my friends. He knows them, but has not met them all in person. He came back from work and we all yelled happy birthday. He just smiles and thanks everyone for coming. We had food at home, but he seemed to have brought Chipotle for me and him. Ooh, I love Chipotle. Um, we put that on the table, and I introduced him to everyone and tried to get everyone mingling until I noticed he wasn't there. I went to his room and saw him and his friends eating the Chipotle bowls and him saying, I don't understand why she would do this when I'm cautiously introverted. It's as if she wanted to throw a party for herself. 
I don't even know 90% of these people. This ticked me off. I politely called off the party after like two hours. And after his friends left, I confronted him about what he said and told him my reasoning for wanting to throw a party. I thought maybe he would apologize because I did all of this with good intention. But he said he wanted the party when he was 11. That he that I know he has anxiety. So I didn't know why I would invite people and force him to socialize when he's clearly an introvert. He has met some of them. I have introduced him to my friends before. And I have talked about some of them to him. So I thought he would be a bit familiar. He said I should just admit I was being selfish and wanted to throw a party for myself. Because if the party was for him, I would have invited only his friends. I said black people don't make a party. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to give him the full experience. And we continued going back and forth. Am I the a-hole here? What do you think, Brad? That's... That was a lot. What do you think, friend? And I'll build off of you. I'm going. You're the a hole because you you have your introverted husband, and you know he don't like being around people. So if it was truly a party for him, you would only invite people who who he's comfortable with. You inviting eleven of your friends right. is not a party for him. He don't know them people. Hmm. Yeah, I think that when an introvert dates an extrovert, there definitely needs to be some sort of balance, if you know what I mean. That's what I'll say about that. I think that, like, let's say, you know, like in this situation, the guy's more introverted, the girl's more extroverted. I think that, you know, that the girl has to respect, like, the guy's feelings to not, you know, really force him to get out there. Like, you know, of course, like, she should push him out of his comfort zone, but not to a point of uncomfortability either like you know what i mean like especially like when it's people that he's comfortable with like her like you said then on the other hand like the introverted guy it's really like the same idea that like you know put yourself out there and like make your girl happy but at the same time don't do anything that you're truly not okay with Mm -hmm. yeah i agree all right let's read this one Okay, am I the a-hole for telling my daughter she can't bring her partners to her sister's wedding? Partners? Partners, plural. Off of that, there are some things to unpack here. Let's read. Alright, my son, 21, has suggested to post here. All the names are fake. I, 52 Mm. female, have four kids. Have four kids. My oldest daughter, Carol, 34, Kelly, 25, female, Lucy, 20, 24, female, and Mark, 21, male. Since Carol was born, I have stayed at home looking after the kids while my husband, Derek, 53, provided for the family. I want to see my children grow and be there for them for everything they might need. Due to, due to the age gap between my oldest and my youngest kids, Carol and the rest were never close to each other. I, what's the age gap? Between 34 and 25? Hmm. I can see it. It's like nine. It's nine years, but it's not. It's not a drastic age gap. Yeah, I'm I'm twelve years older than my sister. We're close, so. I guess it all really depends. Uh, maybe she just don't like her kids. Uh, Okay. Uh, due to the age gap between my oldest and my youngest kids, Carol and the rest were never close to each other. I let I let Carol concentrate on her hobbies in school and looked after the youngest myself. Even my husband insisted to get Carol's babysit and help with them. 
Later, when the youngest were getting older, I encouraged them to choose the hobbies and careers they were interested in, and we helped to go to you. We helped them to go to uni and fully paid for their t- education. Ooh, lucky. Um, a few years ago, Callie came out to me as being polyamorous. It is something Lucy and Mark knew since Kelly was in college. Her, Lola Polly, mm-hmm. um, but she wanted me to know too. It is a lot to take in, as mm-hmm. Derek and I both come from very traditional families. But I did my best to support my daughter and learn more about my daughter's orientation. We have also discussed about her coming out to her father, but my husband would never understand it. And he previously said he finds the entire concept of Polly disgusting when we try to talk to him. Maybe he's boring. Uh, now Carol is getting married to to a to a large, very judicial family too, her own choice, and is planning to take over some of her in laws' business and help with it. Her fiance's family is paying for the wedding, and they have, and they have over one thousand guests. Oh my That's god! A big wedding. Aren't you already know? Oh no! Including a lot of business partners and work colleagues. I'm sorry, my work colleagues are not coming to my wedding unless they're my besties. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um. As a result, each of my kids. They must have money kids. because more. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's like they gotta have money because more guests, more money, rich. more problems. Right. One thousand guests, and you're footing the bill. Oh my god. Chairs. They continue. Food. The cost of that is insane. As a result, yeah. each of my kids also received an invitation for a plus one to bring to the wedding, and it didn't sit well with Kelly. Kelly wants to bring several of her partners to the wedding. Oh, she got several. Wait, I thought she only had two. Whoa. I thought Polly need. I was about to say. Polly can be more than three. But it's yeah, right. usually, usually when you think of a Polly, you think of a throuple. But there are big yeah. Um, Kelly wants to bring several of her partners to the wedding, as they're all very important to her and essentially come out as Polly at her sister's wedding. I have told her she can't do that. If she wants to come out, she can, but not during her sister's special day. And since her, and since her sister is not aware about Kelly being Polly, she is discussing with her if it's okay to bring several partners. Kelly was not happy with that and called me an a-hole for playing favorites when I'm just trying to look after all my children. Lucy and Mark agree with Kelly and believe I should stop intervening and let Kelly do what she feels is right, but I don't want this to cause a rift between my children. Edit. I was advised to add this to the post. Oh, thank God, because I was curious. Uh, Kelly has a primary partner of four years, who she has been bringing to all the family events. There's a time when he was out of town, and Kelly wanted to bring a different partner. But I had to explain, unless she comes out before that and explains what being Polly is, it will make the entire family feel very awkward the next time she brings her primary partner around. Would I have her if she also brings her primary partner to work-related events? Hence why I don't really see why she feels the need to bring several partners to the wedding when it wasn't the case before. What do you think, my friend? Before we read the comments, let's, let's get out our thoughts. I think that, so, like you said, it's over 1,000 people. They gotta have money. I don't see what's the issue of a few more people. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? I but on the other hand, like, like, oh, sorry, and I was just gonna say, like, I understand that, like, word of mouth comes from a little bit, that, like, that it's her sister's wedding, that, you know, she doesn't want to make, like, her special day, like, about her sister. I get that, but I don't I'm a little mixed at the moment. What about you? 
Um, yeah, I am also having mixed feelings because, yes, you shouldn't come out at your sister's wedding because now the attention is on you and not your sister's wedding because you brought all these random people up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you're going to bring partners to a wedding, uh, multiple partners to a wedding, I feel like this should be a conversation beforehand. And you can't just pop up with like seven people like, oh my God, here are all my boyfriends and girlfriends. Like, no, it's going to be a conversation. Um, in advance, actually. Uh, so yeah, that should be it. But I don't think she's wrong. I don't think she's wrong for wanting to bring her partners to the wedding. But you, if this wouldn't be an issue if you would talk to your sister. Right. I just think the timing of it all is just a little messy. You it know? is definitely messy. Like, even the mom suggested, she was like, she didn't say no, but she was like, if you want to do that, like, talk to your sister. Because this is her wedding, which Mm -hmm. makes sense to me. I don't think mom is being an a-hole. I don't think anybody's an a-hole in this situation. I just, hmm, just, like, talk to your sister. I think both. I don't think neither are really right. I think both are kind of wrong, to be honest. I think that the sister definitely chose a really bad time to come out as Polly. But at the same time, when you already have a thousand guests, that already screams to me that you got money. So it's like, I don't see the issue of like having a few more guests. Like I said, I just really fall in the middle with this. I I guess it's just a draw, really. And then again, everybody has a plus one. You only get to bring one Mm -hmm. person back. You don't get a plus seven just because... You got multiple partners. You got mm-hmm. you got a plus one. Bring your primary. That's it. That's all, bag. Sorry. Yeah. She can come out another time. She can come out at a different event, but yeah. not not at her sister's wedding. People agree. People all said that she was not the not the a hole. Hmm. What's the next one? All right. Let's read this one. These are interesting. Am I the a-hole for being upset with the clothes my granddaughter wore on her way out of the maternity ward? Um, immediately I'm wondering if the granddaughter was the one giving birth? Let's see. Um, I know it sounds silly, but I would like an outside opinion and accept any judgment. I have four children and five grandchildren. For all of my grandchildren, I made I made a knitted clothes and hat for them to come out of the maternity ward. Oh, maybe the grandchild is the baby. Um, it started with mm-hmm. my first grandchild and all the ones that followed. My kids asked me to do it. It is customary in my color for clothes to be a certain color to, to represent something good. Health, peace, and protection. I don't do it professionally, and I work, so it's something I do in my spare time. And it takes months because I do it with all the love and care. Nor do I force my children to accept it. Most ask right after they announce the pregnancy if I can make the clothes. My oldest daughter, I'll call her Pam, announced that she was pregnant and asked me to make it for her daughter. We found out later. Clearly I did. She chose the color red, and honestly, it was one of the prettiest jobs I've ever done. I finished within seven months of her pregnancy. She, she gave birth about 20 days ago. My granddaughter was born healthy, perfect, and bright. I was heartbroken on the way out of the maternity ward when I found out that my granddaughter would not wear the clothes I made, but one that Pam got from her in-laws from a very expensive brand, like Gucci. I didn't say anything to her, but in a conversation with my son, I just vented that I was heartbroken about it. 
and that I would ha- wouldn't have any problems if she didn't ask. I didn't do it in the sense of exposing my daughter or anything, but just after my son insisted on me talking because he realized that I was a little down. The word spread among my children until it reached Pam, in the form of a scolding from someone else. She called me angrily, saying that she didn't believe I was jealous of any clothes, clothes and that her daughter could wear it at any time, but that I decided to make this moment about me and not celebrate my granddaughter's life. I'm lost. I'm just heartbroken that I've been making something so lovely for months for a specific moment and not been told at any point that she would use it. My family is divided, some criticizing me and others on my side. Am I the a-hole? Yes, she asks to this. I'll get the contest butter and leave it to her, leave it to you. I stay with her through delivery in the following two weeks. At their request, because my daughter was in pain from the C-section and my son-in-law was taking care of my granddaughter's paperwork, I put the clothes on her. There was a baby suitcase and the sets separated into packages and a label for what they were for. There, there was only one for the leave, for leave the maternity, and there was the clothing and nothing else. I even took a look at the suitcase and asked if it was in that package. She confirmed that it was what had this clo- This was written very confusingly. And no, I didn't comment on anything while I was there because she was really stressed, tired, and didn't need to comment like this. I didn't comment with her. I just commented with my son because it was extremely personal uh, with no intention of reaching Pam, but the word spread. What do you think, Brittany? That was a lie. <laughs> Yeah, the grammar was not the best, so that was that was a hard read. Yeah. Um, so what was so what was the granddaughter wearing again? It looks like something from her in laws, from the daughter's in laws, uh, like a Gucci onesie or something. I don't even know what that looks like, so let me type that in. Um, I don't think she's the a-hole because i mean she did she was asked to make this thing for months and she did it for months and she was expecting the baby to wear it on the way out the hospital because that's what she was asked to do mm-hmm. but i don't think the daughter is the a-hole either because i don't we don't know if the daughter was the one to change her clothes right. the daughter just gave birth we don't know if she's changing the baby's clothes it could have been the dad the dad might not have known mom could have been asleep it could have been anything. It could have been any one of those scenarios. So I don't know. Um, I don't think the word should have been spread around either, because the daughter didn't need to know that she was feeling that way. I don't know. I'm sorry, friend. I'm listening. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this one. Some of these are like a little overcomplicated. Um, I'm not sure about this one, friend. I don't know. I think we need more context. I think right. Hear... It feels like there's something a little, yeah. I think we need to hear the daughter's side of the story. Because I, the mom isn't the a-hole. Like, she didn't do anything wrong. But we don't, I, don't, I, I can't blame the daughter either. Because I don't know if she was the one to change the outfit. Am I the a-hole for reporting my son-in-law? Or, no, am I the a-hole for, for reporting my sister-in-law? Let's see. Mm-hmm. I, Let's see 32 here. female, occasionally ask my sister-in-law, 30 female, who runs a daycare to take care of my four-year-old son when I have to go into the office for work. Her daycare usually finishes at half past five, but I end up picking my son up at seven due to work commitments. Despite offering to pay her for her time, she insisted on doing it as a favor. 
during my son's last visit to daycare, um, he accidentally ate peanut butter and had anaphylactic shock. Oh God! My sister-in-law did take what him to get medical. What does that mean? Is that a like an allergic reaction? I was about to say. My sister-in-law Sep- did take did take him to get medical attention, but when she informed me about the incident, she downplayed it and said he just felt itchy at the same time and had a small rash. She claimed he hadn't had a severe reaction, and I only discovered the truth when I found only one, instead of the usual two epinephrine injectors I keep. In my son's bag later that week, after thinking it felt lighter than usual, I extreme I was extremely upset about this situation. I would have never found out if I hadn't checked as my son after his Oh, I would have never found out if I hadn't checked as my as my son after his dad died. He only speaks selectively. I confronted my sister-in-law, expressing my anger and frustration that she downplayed the severity of the reaction. In response to the incident and her downplaying, I made the decision to report her daycare to the local authority. I believe that it's important to hold her accountable, as my son has a severe reaction while under her care. However, the family believes I am overreacting. They argue that since my sister-in-law was doing me a favor, I should be more forgiving and understanding. They believe I should appreciate her help and not cause trouble for her, and rescind my complaint as she has family. I am not sure if I am overreacting or not, as my son is involved, and I am quite overprotective of him. My sister-in-law daycare is advertised as a nut-free environment. Oh, no. You're not the asshole, girl. I mean, you're not the a-hole, girl. Not at all. I'm sorry. You advertise your daycare. Because at first, I was like, oh, well, she didn't know about the nut allergy. No, no. You advertise your daycare as a nut-free zone, mm-hmm. and you gave a baby some peanut butter, and the baby went into anaphylactic shock, and then you lied about it. No, girl. How do you... or not, you almost killed my son. How do you try to lie your way out of that? How do you like... lie about that? That's... No. You gotta go. You gotta go. Sorry. Sorry, you're not the a-hole, babe. Report her. Get her business shut down. Please, because... I think this is just one of those straight to the four point ones. There's not really much to talk about. Like, right. Let's read this one. This seems funny. Um, Am I the a-hole for scaring my neighbors? This literally just happened five minutes ago. Oh, this was posted four hours ago, friend. This literally just happened five minutes ago, and I'm feeling a little guilty. My neighbors across the street have a small dog that that they allow off the leash to come into our front yard. Normally, I wouldn't mind this at all. However, the dog poops in our yard, and the owner notices but never comes and picks it up. Ew. Um, This has been an ongoing issue since he moved in a few months ago. Now I have a large, scary dog, Stella, that's very friendly and incredibly well-trained. 100% recall every time. Those neighbors have told me that they're afraid of her, so generally I keep her away from them and on the leash, in the front, despite her training out of courtesy. Today was the end for me. Stella was whining, and I saw that it was their little dog pooping in our yard. Owner standing outside watching. Without thinking or hesitating, I opened the front door and let Stella run up to the dog and proceed to follow it across the street. The neighbors were absolutely terrified, but as always, when I called Stella, she came running back to me. Harsh? Yes. Justified? I think so. I have talked to them and asked them to at least pick up the poop, and they haven't even once. I'm sorry, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that sounds like something out of, like, that sounds like something petty that Timmy Turner's dad would have done to Mr. Dinkelberg. Please. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. 
I'm sorry. Stop letting your little itty bitty dog get into my yard and poop. Right. I done told you to pick up the poop before, and you're not doing it. Gully pop. You you your dog can't come in my yard anymore. I should approach. I should report you to HOA. Actually. Right, cause it's like I'm not gonna do it. Me and my big friendly dog teaching you a lesson is the least of your worries. Right. All right, let's see, let's see what the comment said. Oh, the comment said, not the a-hole. Hmm. Oh, but somebody said, you are the a-hole. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They said, you, you're the a-hole. You potentially put Stella in a dangerous situation. The, ne- the neighbor's dog could have reacted badly and bitten Stella. Humans can also become unpredictable when afraid. If your neighbors are terrified of Stella, you don't want them near her for her safety. Your neighbor's behavior and letting their dog drop poop in their in your yard is terrible, but you need to confront them directly about it. Sounds like they did. Mm-hmm. Sounds like sounds like they did confront them. Right. Um, but yeah, I'll never be hell. I think that's hilarious, honestly. Keep your That honestly was the funny. funniest one so far. That sounds like something from a cartoon. Oh. Alright, let's read it. Um, it might be oh, it's been deleted, so not oh. the no, not the not the post. The 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 um the the account has been deleted. So let's mm. let's see what it says. Am I the a hole for telling one of my best friends that she was absolutely not my ex boyfriend's type? My forty two female ex boyfriend, M thirty male thirty five, and I broke up about five months ago after four years together. He is the most amazing guy, and I love him so much. These past months have been the worst of my life. He's very handsome and successful and rich, relevant. I'm sure he will not have any problems getting into a new relationship. He broke up with me because we don't want the same things. He wants children and a family, and I don't. I think we stayed together for so long, even though we knew we wanted different. We probably kind of thought we would change or change each other, and that love still matters. I still love him, but I don't know if he still loves me. When we broke up, I asked for a clean break. It meant no contact because I needed to get over him. My friends know about all the, all this, and they know how much I love him. One of my best friends, female, 28, jokingly said that he was up for grabs a month after we broke up. I ignored her. I thought it was a bad joke. She is very beautiful, and she can basically get whoever she wants. She always said that she'd never been rejected before, and I believed her. I know my ex didn't really like her because she wants a rich guy, and because she has done a lot of plastic surgeries. Last time we had dinner, she brought up wanting to date him, and one of one of one other friend said that we didn't do that to each other. She locked it off, and I said, "Well, you can try, but you're not his type." She said that she'd never been rejected before, and this is where I might have been the a the a hole. I told her he didn't like greedy girls with lips injections and fake breasts. She started crying, telling me how she won't feel sorry to date him because I'm a b and an a hole. My friends sided with her on this. I waited until I was in my car to start crying. I don't think I'm the a-hole. She knows I love him and not, and I'm not over him. Couldn't she wait at least? I know she's panicking because she kept telling, she kept saying that he wouldn't be single for long. I don't know. Tell me if I should apologize. Alright, they have an update. But let's read the comments first. Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying she's not the a-hole. Because the friend was disrespectful. Let's see. You really wear some think pieces. Jesus Christ, this is one thread. Shut up! Hmm. Not the a-hole. She's insecure. Um. I think that... 
I think she's doing too much. I'm like defending the product just saying that in like a joking manner. Mm. Uh, I mean, yes, it's a bad joke to make, obviously, and she is very weird for that. But you didn't have to talk about her lips or her boobs or her face to call her greedy. Like, there was no It's like, uh-oh. Oh, wait, there we go. And I thought I froze for a second. I was saying that I feel there's a thin line, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, at first, like, you know, it's normal of us to look out for our friends we shouldn't dictate their lives either but you know we care about our friends and we don't want them to date like a crappy person you know mm-hmm. or someone with just no no ambitions or goals but the part when she starts making fun of her friend's breast and lips it's obviously a clear sign of jealousy so she's already crossed over that line really fast yeah you know yeah yeah all the, all the people in this situation are a little bit weird all right let's read the update yeah uh, thank you very much for not finding me to be the a-hole. My gut feeling was right about this situation then. I talked to a mutual friend today. My former best friend has asked my ex for dinner about two weeks ago. Oh, so it wasn't a joke. She was here for real. That's weird. Don't date your friend's exes. Uh, that's some friends type stuff, like the TV show. Um, so she said, my former best friend had asked my ex for dinner about two weeks ago, the same week we had our fight. She took him to one of my favorite restaurants that she knows we both loved. Oh, that's petty. <laughs> Sorry, this is, this is kind of entertaining. Um, anyway, after the dinner, he stopped answering her calls slash texts. I don't know what happened there and why he agreed to have dinner with her. I couldn't help but cry and feel hurt. I know this is juvenile and I need to let him go, but I have to stop trying anyway. I mean, I need to work on myself and move on. I love him and I want him to be happy. I can't start crying over the mere thought of him moving on. My former best friend is angry with me. And I and has told our mutual friends that I'm forbidding him from seeing her. That's why he didn't text her back or answer her calls. I said that this wasn't true and that I haven't had any contact with him since I moved out. I don't know if my friends believe me or her. I feel like I don't have the energy to care if they do or not. When everything settles down and everyone's moved on, the ones that care about me will stay in my life. The rest, well, they're not worth being sad about losing. Um, yeah, um... This is hard because obviously you shouldn't date your friends' exes and you shouldn't make fun of them about it. If if it just mm. happened, the wound is fresh. She's still in love. Like that's weird. You're like encroaching on somebody's. This kind of reminds yeah. me of that whole situation with Bel Air, like that whole running trope that like Will is dating like his cousin's ex and they just broke up. Like it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm, it's weird. Um, I don't know. She sucks. So maybe she deserves to, to be made fun of. Because she does seem weird. I'm going to say not the a Yeah. Alright, we'll do one more. And then we can end off this episode. Alright, this, this comes from our marriage. <laughs> um, The title is, My Wife Won't Talk to Me Anymore. Let's see oh, why. This My wife, 31 female, and I, 46 male, have been together for six years. Let's do the math on that one. You were 40. She was. Wait, so you said 41 and. Yeah. She, he's, he's currently 46. She is currently 31. So, so 46 minus, like I said, I can't do math. Six. Um, so it, it, they've been together for six years. 
So he would have been 40 and she would have been 25. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong there immediately. Um, Wait, so can you say that again? You froze for a second. What the math? Um, she would have been 25 and he would have been uh-huh. 40 when they got together. Okay. That's... And they got married when she was 27 and he was 42. So let's, uh, let's unpack that one. Just keep that in your noggin. Mm-hmm. Um, have been together for six years, married for two. She used to talk to me all the time. She used to share her day with me, just randomly tell me her thoughts and stuff like that. However, she also used to want to talk about the problems we were having a lot. It felt like we were always talking about what I did wrong. She thought I spent too much time talking to her two exes. We were friends. Um, I don't prioritize her over work. It's my career. Am I supposed to quit? <laughs> and mostly that I didn't care enough about her. It was so many different ways that she came to that conclusion. But it was like we were just always sitting down for a serious talk. Mm-hmm. So I told her about a year ago that I didn't want to talk anymore. I was just tired of hearing everything I had done wrong. I provide everything we need. Can I just have a break? I told her that if she had a problem with the way I did things, that she could get out of my house and we get a divorce. That man not playing no games, huh? She told me that she was trying to communicate because she didn't feel appreciated and I had one foot out the door. But I think that's ridiculous. I know it's harsh, but I, I was at my wit's end. So now a year later, she barely talks to me at all. Well, um, when I asked about her day, she says fine. When I told her about work or politics or my day, she says, oh, wow, cool. Um, and kind of walks away. <laughs> her attitude isn't bad. She's very sweet, but it's just like she doesn't care anymore. I don't want to talk about our problems anymore. Um, but I didn't mean stop talking, period. We really don't talk about anything that doesn't have to do with our life slash household. In the evening, she just turns on the deep, the TV and we watch something until bed. Now, I don't know what to do because I just found out today she won a big, pretty big reward at her job and she didn't tell me. Last Friday, she said she had to work late and it was cool. I didn't ask. Today, I found out that she was really at a dinner where she was celebrating for this award. She invited some of her friends and her mom and her brothers. I ran into her brother at the store today and he mentioned the dinner and said that he was sorry I couldn't make it. I asked what he meant. And he said the dinner and how I wasn't able to go because I was sick. I asked him to explain the whole thing to me so now he knows too. What am I supposed to do? Is she punishing me or something? Do I tell her that I know? Or wouldn't she tell me? I didn't think she'd take it this far. And now I think she's being petty. Does anyone have experience here? I love my wife and I'd do anything for her. But I'm so confused. There's an edit. But let's talk before we, talk, before we read the edit. Mm-hmm. Um... I can tell you have a lot to say. You first. So, wait, let me go back and read it. So, he said that the wife talked about their problems, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you you talked to your exes. Right. I'm sorry. We're married. What are you talking to your exes for? I don't want to live that man at that point because I know. Um, I don't prioritize her over work. Is my career? Am I supposed to quit? Nobody said that. Stupid. Nobody said that. He really thought he ate with that comeback. And I have something um, to say about that. Like, it's like, 
yeah, of course you gotta work hard and like, you know, provide in the relationship, but it's like you also gotta make a little time as well. It's not like he's working like every millisecond, like you know what I mean? Like I think the line of communication like will always stay strong as long as you guys are checking in on one another. Because if his wife is being feeling unappreciated, it's very clear that he's not even doing the bare minimum of communication there. Yeah, and then she also said that she feels like he has one foot out the door. And he mm-hmm. literally wrote, if she has the problem with the way I do things, she can get out of my house and we can get a divorce. <laughs> of course she thinks that. Because you're so quick to pull the divorce card. I don't want to talk to you either. Personally, I'm surprised she didn't divorce you. Be lucky that she's still there. And that when you said that, like, that he talks to his exes, it's almost like he kind of orchestrated this, like, evil Lex Luthor plan, like, to kind of get his wife out of the house. That makes some sort of weird sense. And I thought my one was kind of getting that vibe. That's what this is giving. Like, he wants her to leave or something. Like, right. I would have left, though. Like, he's not paying paying attention to her on purpose. Like, he's using work as an excuse. Um... Like, he's still talking to his, and it's like, you know, she's trying to, like, you can, yeah, that's pretty much the conclusion that I've drawn, that, like, there's, he's having an affair, and he's trying to, like, get her out of his life. And he's shocked that she didn't want to talk to him. I don't want to talk to you either. Like, you told, like, you literally told her to stop talking about our problems. I'm sorry. We're in a marriage. What do you think we do in marriages? You talk, you communicate, babe. Mm-hmm. Like, what? All right, let's read the edit. Edit. So wow. this is an a update, of- right? This yeah. is the update, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. A lot of comments. A couple people are asking about, my, about the exes. I have close contact with three of my exes. What? Oh, my previous wife. Why? No. <laughs> Your previous wife. That's crazy. You are trifling at that point. Her and her husband don't get along. I have two ex-girlfriends who I am still friends with. I was friends with, with them when I met my wife. My wife doesn't like them because she says that they cross boundaries. But okay, honestly, so like, let's really- say, no, I, I was just going to say that, like, so let's say if you dated a girl for some time, but like you guys didn't make it official, yeah, you guys can probably still remain friends like you know what i mean but it's like if you guys have been in a full-blown relationship for years and it's like you're still talking with your ex you just cross the line at that point yeah so the wife says my wife doesn't like them because she says that they cross boundaries but honest to god they are just friendly and we ended in good terms there's nothing serious and i just don't want to give my friends up edit two you were right try to talk to her last night it didn't go well i'll update later when i can get my thoughts together um, he sucks. There's no, there's no way around that one. Um, he's terrible. He's, he's definitely the a-hole in that stage. Come on, bro. Terrible husband. This was posted to, this was originally posted on our marriage, and it got re-uploaded to our Am I the Devil. You know, um, friend, you just kind of made me think of something. Um, so you know how you said to, like, keep in mind our drastic age differences and when they got married? In my mind, like, in when you also connect the dots that, like, he's talking to a bunch of his exes. And he was it, also married before. He has an ex Right. He gives me the vibes that, like, he's this older dude that, 
is predatory, like, towards younger women, like, a serial dater, so to say, they call it? Possibly, possibly. Like, it's really clear, like, he doesn't want to commit and just, like, jumps from relationship to relationship to hit it and quit it. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. Alright, guys, you can leave your comments and your thoughts about these posts in the, uh, I'm going to post a question box, a comment box on the on Spotify, so you guys can make I will comment. also put one on our Instagram, and also I'll put it for my personal, you know? Yeah, you can, like, make some clips for the TikTok if you want. You're better at the, the mm. social media part than I am. I'm sorry, friend, you cut out, what'd you say? I said you're better at making the social media posts than I am, so you can do that if you want. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials. We're at being effing for real pod on TikTok, mm-hmm. spelled F-I-N-G. We are at being effing for real pod on Instagram, spelled the same way. We are being, we are, uh, being effing for real with the number four on Twitter, and we are also being effing for real with the number four on Letterboxd. And don't forget to check out our personal uh, socials. I am at Tatiana J dot underscore on Instagram. I'm at TJ the Anime Lover on Twitter, and I am at on John ninety two on TikTok. What about you, friend? And I am Blurred Equa Vibes on both TikTok and Instagram, and also Twitter, even though I'm not on Twitter too much, I'll probably start getting more on there now. Mm-hmm. And and in, instead of an S, it's with a Z at the ending. And also keep in mind, y'all, y'all can always DM us on Instagram if you guys ever want to be a guest on our podcast to talk about whatever movie, TV show, pop culture topic that you have in mind, as long as it's appropriate and recommend us more like movies and tv shows because believe me we got some catching up to do so you got to catch up on movies and i got to catch up on the shows i am i'm gonna try to watch the little mermaid later tonight or tomorrow morning uh yeah oh don't forget to tune in for our next episode where we're going to discuss the movies that have come out recently yep little mermaid across the spider-verse we are going to be taking it all apart um did you talk about guardians too i mean if you saw it you saw it right i'm gonna see it yeah, well, we can probably talk about it all three, why not? Because yeah, they're, they're all summer movies, technically. Yeah, alright. So, don't forget to tune back in for that goodness, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Right, we'll see y'all.